Welcome to Lively Lewis Stories. Buckle up, because you're about to join Levi and Ivy on an adventure. All you need is your imagination, and off, off we, we go! Lively Lewis Stories! Hey there, awesome friends! Guess what? We're super thrilled to share some exciting news with you. We've got our very own Lively Lewis merchandise. Woohoo! Grab your parents and head over to LivelyLewisShop.com or simply click on the link below in our show notes. Now, let's dive into today's story. Levi and Ivy were enjoying a wonderful week at sleepaway camp with some friends. Swimming and nature activities during the day, s'mores and campfires at night. They made lots of great friends the year before who they were so happy to see again that summer. And one thing the campers liked most of all that the counselors weren't always aware of was sneaking candy into their cabins when it was time for bed. All that sugar right before bed helped to keep the campers up extra late to make more memories, tell more jokes, and have more fun. The camp had a candy vending machine, but the campers were only allowed to use it once or twice during the week and had strict instructions not to overdo it. So that's why some of the campers would bring a few extra sweet treats along with them from home. So on the first night of camp, when everyone was supposed to be getting ready for bed, Levi, Ivy, and a few of their camp friends decided to see what tasty sweet treats they had managed to pack away in their bags for the week. They volunteered to help clean up the mess hall that night so they could all be together and have a little after-dinner snack before bed. Each camper showed up in the mess hall after running back to their cabins holding a bag in their hands filled with some type of chocolate gummy or candy snack. Okay, the last counselor just went into their cabin, said Harry. He was looking out for the campers. The other campers had been hurrying around, throwing away paper plates and napkins and sweeping up crumbs from last night's welcome dinner. Once they were all done, they each took their sweet treat bag and dumped them out one by one on the mess hall tables. It was amazing. Every candy you could imagine sat in a huge pile before them. They just stared at the sweet mountain of sugar for a few seconds, not saying a single word until... This hall is even better than last year, whispered Levi. What do you say we each just have one piece tonight so we have lots left for the rest of the week, suggested Harry. Sure, I think we could have just one piece, said Ivy, sounding a bit unsure. But I don't know if we should. She looked at Levi with a worried look on her face. As much as Levi and Ivy loved candy, they weren't sure after what had happened to them last summer that they should eat any more. Harry and the other campers didn't need to think twice and each grabbed their favorite piece of candy. I can't make any promises that I can stop at one piece, giggled Harry as he chomped down on a chocolate bar, but I'll try. Casey grabbed a package of gummy worms and Troy scooped up some gumballs. As they enjoyed their treats, they couldn't help but notice that Levi and Ivy still hadn't made their choice. What's wrong, Levi and Ivy? asked Troy. So much great stuff, you can't make a decision? I understand too, but you need to pick something soon so we could head back to our bunks, whispered Casey. The counselors will be checking on us in a little while. Um, it's not that, Levi began as he looked at Ivy. Yeah, it's not that we can't make a decision, she said. It's that we don't know if we should make a decision. Sometimes too much candy is just too much, you know? Levi and Ivy's friends stopped chewing and stared at their friends. They had no idea what Ivy meant. There's no such thing as too much candy, said Harry. I get dibs on Levi's candy if he's not eating any this week, said Casey quickly. Oh, good idea. I want Ivy's. I get Ivy's, said Troy quickly. If that's okay with you, Ivy. 
That's when Levi and Ivy took a seat at the tables. Come on, you have to tell us why you don't want any candy, said Harry as he, Troy, and Casey followed Levi and Ivy to the table. Do you remember last year when on the last night of camp, Levi and I got caught eating candy, began Ivy. Well, before we left that next morning, one of the counselors told us a story about a camper that used to go here years and years ago. Yeah, he told us about this girl who ate a ton of candy one night and got transported to this place called Sweet Wonderland, continued Levi. That sounds awesome, said Harry, interrupting Levi. I know, I'd like to go there, laughed Casey. A whole wonderland made completely of sweets? What could be better? Well, that's just it, said Ivy. It wasn't such a great place. The counselor told us it was ruled by a mean queen and a bunch of candy guards that did anything she asked. We didn't have time to tell all of you about it before we left, but I think it's important that we tell you now, said Levi. So sit down and listen to the tale of Alice in Sweet Wonderland. Levi and Ivy gathered their friends close and told them the story as they had been told last summer. A story that sounded sweet, but it had a sour side too. So it all started when Alice arrived at camp in the summer of 1997. Whoa, this story takes place in the 1900s, said Harry. I know, added Ivy. It's practically a hundred years ago. Alice loved sweets but was also a rule follower. She knew that she could only get one or two sweet treats from the vending machine for the whole week and was always worried that the treats she wanted would be sold out when her time came to buy something. The vending machines were in the same place today that they were in the 1990s, right there in the corner of the mess hall. Alice would often walk by the vending machine over and over during breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just checking to make sure that her favorite chocolate bar was still there. It was filled with caramel and dotted with crunchy cookie pieces on the outside. They called it a dream bar. Alice would sometimes stare at the row of dream bars in the vending machine for so long, she would be the last person left in the mess hall. Meaning all of the other campers had moved on to their next activity or off to the campfire area after dinner, and Alice would be alone in the mess hall dreaming of her dream bar. And that's exactly what happened one very strange and peculiar night. As Alice snapped back into reality, she noticed that all her friends had gone and she was all alone. She hurried back to her table, grabbed her tray, and was heading to the garbage to throw out her plate and napkin. But while looking at the vending machine, she missed the blob of pudding on the floor. She slipped on it and banged right into the vending machine. This caused the whole machine to rattle and a bunch of candy to fall out. One of them being a dream bar. Any camper's dream, right? Well, not for Alice. She was very torn. She didn't want to break the rules, but she wanted that dream bar so badly. Her hunger for chocolate, caramel, and crunchy cookie pieces got the better of her, and she ate the dream bar. And once she started, she couldn't stop. She ate another candy bar, and then another, and another. Before she knew it, she had eaten all the candy that fell out of the machine. She felt terrible in more ways than one. I broke the rules. I ate all this candy I didn't pay for, and now I have a bad stomach ache, whispered Alice to herself. What am I going to do now? One thing she knew for sure, that she didn't want to make the situation worse. She made up her mind that she was going to tell her counselor. She started to walk towards the door that led out of the mess hall when she started to feel dizzy. It felt as if the room was spinning, and then the lights began to flicker. 
What is going on? Alice shouted. But as she opened her mouth, she couldn't hear anything at all. She closed her eyes and hoped for the best. But when she opened them, she got the surprise of a lifetime. Where am I? Alice said as she stood up from the ground. At first, she thought her hands were covered in dirt. And when she went to brush them off, but... The closer she looked, she noticed that it was cookie crumbs. What is going on? Alice thought as she took a closer look at everything in its new world. That's when she saw the grass wasn't really grass, but rather green licorice. The trees weren't covered in bark, but instead covered in chocolate. The breeze that rustled the paper candy leaves above wasn't just cool and refreshing, but it smelled like fresh baked cookies. At that moment, Alice realized her stomach didn't hurt anymore. As the breeze blew, it swayed fondant flowers of every color you could imagine. Tiny candy bumblebees collected sugar crystals from each one as they buzzed around Alice's head. Gumball rocks covered the path Alice walked down as it curved around the shore of a caramel river. And just as Alice thought nothing could be better, she saw it. A dream bar tree. Her favorite candy of all time sat on tiny candy cane branches, just ready to be enjoyed. Alice walked up slowly, still not totally sure what was happening. If this is a dream, it's the best dream I've ever had, said Alice to herself. I hope I don't wake up anytime soon, but as soon as I do, I'll tell my counselor what happened in the vending machine. Alice reached down and pulled up a handful of licorice grass, picked a fondant flower, and even dipped one of the candy cane branches in the Carmel River to give it a quick taste. She spun around from place to place in this sweet, magical world, humming a song to herself. She thought no one else was around until she stopped spinning and found herself face to face with two kids about her age. Now this is where it gets weird, said Levi. The counselor who told us this story said the two kids she met there were named Levi and Ivy. Weird, right? Said Ivy. Harry, Casey, and Troy were so focused on the story that they could only nod their heads in agreement. But what happened next? Asked Casey. Alice was surprised at first, but also quite relieved to see some other kids. After the shock of finding some friends in this wonderful place, she quickly asked their names and introduced herself. Hi, Alice, said Levi as he motioned for her to join him and Ivy behind a tall tree dripping in sweet honey and covered in marzipan mushrooms. We're so happy we found you, said Ivy with a less than convincing smile on her face. She looked a bit scared and her voice trembled a bit. What do you mean you're happy that you found me? Is there someone else here looking for me? Alice chuckled, but she saw right away that Levi and Ivy weren't laughing. This place may look amazing, began Levi, but it's not all sugar and sweets. We all need to get out of here right away. Alice's smile turned into a frown as Ivy kept talking. This place is called Sweet Wonderland. It's ruled by a very mean queen, said Ivy. She has a bunch of guards that follow her around and do anything she asks. She has a glass ball she uses to see into the real world. When she finds someone that really, really, really likes candy, she makes it so that they find this place through a kind of dream, Levi went on. Like she did this to Ivy and I a few days ago and and like she did to you right now. She thinks we'll be happy here because she doesn't know that there are more important things in the world besides candy, said Ivy. Alice was still for a bit trying to take in everything that Levi and Ivy had just told her. After giving it a bit of thought, she asked, so this is all a dream? Then what do we have to be worried about? We'll just have to wake up in a bit and be right back to normal. No, shouted Levi. I'm sorry, but you don't understand. It's not like that. You don't just wake up. 
We were told by some gingerbread men, they fear the queen too, that we have to find the magic door that leads back to the real world to get out of here. You need to follow us. We're trying to find our way out tonight. Alice didn't know what was real or what was true anymore. You know what? I think I'll just enjoy Sweet Wonderland a little bit more and then I'll come along with you, said Alice. I mean, how many more times am I going to be in a world made completely of sweets? Alice was letting her hungry sweet tooth make the decision for her when she should have been using her brain. Levi and Ivy were trying to help her and she couldn't see past all the chocolate, gummies, and sugar. As Alice walked away from the tree, Levi and Ivy called out to her one last time, but it was too late. As Alice turned around to tell them it would be okay, the Queen of Sweet Wonderland made her appearance. Grab her, shouted the queen to her guards. They were wearing sugar sashes and they held giant candy canes. They surrounded Alice and blocked each way she tried to run. Alice called out to Levi and Ivy who took cover under the fondant leaves of the tree they had all been standing under. They wanted to make sure the queen didn't see them, but they never broke eye contact with Alice to let her know she wasn't alone. Levi made a motion with his hands as if to tell her, we'll get you out. Alice looked hopeful, but still very nervous as the queen of Sweet Wonderland approached her. She was draped in a glistening robe and her rock candy tiara sparkled in the bits of sunlight that streaked through the fondant leaves above. She stomped along the licorice grass, kicking gumball rocks here and there before reaching Alice. Welcome, Alice. So happy you could join us, said the queen. We think you'll be very happy in Sweet Wonderland. Thank you for the invite, Alice began to say sheepishly. I'll be leaving tonight. I have to get back to camp. The queen seemed to laugh under her breath as if to say, there's no way that will happen. And as the queen turned to talk with her guards, Alice saw an opportunity to run. And that's exactly what she did. She ran deep into the woods of Sweet Wonderland and kept running until she tripped over a rock candy branch that had fallen across the path. When she opened her eyes, she found herself face to face with, no, not Levi and Ivy, but three gingerbread men. Alice looked nervous and scared, and the gingerbread men were quick to set her mind at ease. Don't worry, Alice. We're here to help you find the magic door so you can get home, said one of the gingerbread men. We're trying to help Levi and Ivy as well. Alice was so happy to hear that. She stood and gave the gingerbread men a big hug. Thank you for your help, she said. Let's find Levi and Ivy and get out of here. But that was easier said than done. Join us next time for the conclusion of Alice in Sweet Wonderland. Did you learn a lesson from this story? If so, what was it? And parents, do your kids have a story idea? Leave a comment on our Apple Podcast review page with five stars, the idea and your kid's name, for a chance to join Levi and Ivy on their next adventure. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Come back for more.